Hello everybody and welcome to the Wayward Dragons uh, reviews. So if you're hearing this and you haven't listened to our new episode, you're going to be kind of thrown off for a bit, possibly. Uh, what we're doing is in lieu of some advice from a book that I read that we'll be talking about here in a minute, we decided to kind of change our podcast a little bit. Yeah. Uh, a little bit of a different structure and a few things, and we're going to be editing some of our old episodes as well yeah. and changing them a little bit. Yeah. So, uh, if you're new here and you just randomly stumbled upon us because <laughs> it was a review of a book, yeah. uh, my name is Johnny. I am one of the two hosts here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a lovely co-host from <laughs> the northern side of the country. <laughs> Yeah, from the Midwest. My name is Kelsey, and I'm the other half to this lovely podcast that we have. We're just two nerdy friends that just have a interest in the supernatural and all things that are spooky and that go bump, bump in the night. So. And you know, sometimes the things that bump back. Yeah. To uh, <laughs> loosely quote Hellboy and BPRD <laughs> for all of my fellow comic book nerds out there. Those are some of my favorite movies. I've never read the comics, but that, I love those movies. <laughs> I, I enjoyed them. Uh, I, I love the comics as well, but, you know, as we said, we're, you know, into spooky weird <laughs> stuff. So, yeah. you know, anything of the occult or macabre or weird. Well, and we both love, so, we both love Doug Jones, who plays Abe. In, in the, the first two movies, yeah, yes. In the first two Hellboys. Doug Jones is an amazing man. He but is. We're not here to review Doug Jones. <laughs> we can talk about Doug Jones till we're both blue in the face. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so we're going to talk a little bit about a couple books that we've read. Yeah. yeah. Um, I managed to get down four over the past two weeks. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You know, I'm catching up on some podcasts that I listen to and stuff, and I've been... I started a podcast about a year ago that I've been kind of listening to off and on that, uh, you know, I've been trying to catch up on, but they're up to over 300 episodes now, and they're like... Oh my goodness. They're longer because of the type of information that's in it, but also the person who runs it's a famous comedian, so it's, yeah. you know, decent fan base already, plus all the bukus of information. Uh... Okay. So he's got over 300 episodes, but I'm up to 2019. Okay. Now, so. Okay. Actually, actually, I think I'm about to start 2020, so I'm almost up to date, and he puts one out every week, so. Okay. Yeah. yeah. How long? How long has yeah. he been doing the episode or Lots like stuff. the podcast? Uh, uh, he started in 2016. Oh, okay, so you're about halfway. Okay, that's actually not that bad. Yeah, but I also, you know, yeah, which. My job that I'm doing now is a lot less being interrupted constantly by people so I can actually enjoy them and my books more. So I'm up to, I think, 171, I believe is the episode I'm on. What's the name of the podcast? Time Suck. Oh, yeah, the one that you always, yeah, you always reference that in a lot of our episodes. And it's cool because he'll take it and, like, modify his beliefs and modify his opinions based off facts and research and if he messes up you know he encourages people to write in him and correct him yeah. uh and 
you know, while I don't agree with him with everything, because there are certain <laughs> things that we are very different on, uh, I enjoy his humor, and it's interesting to see his perspective on things. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so, Kelsey, do you want to start with your books, or do you want me to start with my books? Or I can go first, because I only listen, I listened to two, and then I read one, okay. um, because my job yeah. is, my second job slower, it can actually, like physically read a book now um but because i'm not through with the one that i kind of am using as a reference for the um start of our spiritual um spiritualism thing that we're going to be doing um but i listened to a history of magic by harper lynn so i found a series well, this author, she does multiple books that <laughs> are through the eyes of cats. <laughs> yep. Okay. Yep. So, A History of Magic follows the this, um, uh, basically kind of like a small-knit family of witches, and one of them can communicate to the cats that they have. And it's kind of like a Hocus Pocus type feel-good book, if that makes any sense. Like, it's kind of an upper state New York near the Niagara Falls, and they rely on tourism for everything, but these, these witchy ants have this um, coffee shop that burns down, and they're trying to figure out who burnt down the cafe. So by, by using her mind power to talk to the cats, the cats help her figure out the mystery of who burnt the cafe down. But it's, it's, it's one of those, like, I like reading cozy mysteries that make my, that make my heart kind of feel good <laughs> with the world how it is. So that Harper Lynn, every time I read one of her books, I listen to one of them because they're like maybe four hours they're, they're nice, feel-good books. Because I, I listened to her one called Junkyard Cats. And it's basically the same thing, except it's like post-apocalyptic type atmosphere um, in an alien world, and this lady can talk to her cats. So, I wish I could. Um, sometimes. Um, so, I, I don't know why I have this habit. I really don't know why. But I find books that are like in the middle of a series... And it's always books that you can read, like, standalone. Like, it'll make more sense if you read the books in order. But it's okay if you... Because it's a whole bunch of, like, trilogies stuck together, if that makes any sense. Um, called The God Is Not Willing by Steve Erickson. E-R-I-K-S-O-N. So it's a series of, like, 35... No, I think it's 33. Yeah. 33. And... I stumbled across book number 30, and basically what happens is, and it was like almost a 24-hour audiobook, which I think is a little excessive. What, how long is it? It was almost 24 hours. And the book, yeah. and the book was like, maybe, maybe an inch and a half. I think I have it behind me. Nope. No, I do not. Um, no, that's the other one I have. Um, so basically in a nutshell, it's about this ice dam that is about to break and flood everything and like as this 
this tribe of people called the Tablor move farther south, they're obviously met with other people and they start fighting. But, like, the majority of the book is, like, these people moving towards each other. And then maybe less than 100 pages of fighting, flooding, and everything. So there's a lot of... There's not a lot of build-up. So I'm hoping by, like, listening to the other ones. Because I got the first one in the series. Like, the very, very first one. And that's, like, a 35-hour like hour audiobook. Mm-hmm. Like, I could barely keep the... The character straight, but that that one was okay. I'm not. I'm gonna kind of see where the series goes in the beginning to kind of see if it kind of like makes sense. Because it made sense, but it didn't make sense. Like character development, it didn't make sense. Um, and then I've been continuing my series that I've I've started with Heather Graham, um, called Crew of Hunters. It's kind of like these FBI, well they term FBI paranormal hunter groups of people. Um, but I physically read that one called Heart of Evil, and it takes place in New Orleans, kind of the outside of New Orleans on a plantation, um, at a reenactment, um, of the Civil War that happens at this house, and people start dying that weren't part of the reenactment because of something that happened in the past, um, and it kind of ties into a lot of the stuff we're gonna, we talk about in the first episode of the Spiritualist Movement of, um, your ancestors staying around to help protect you and stuff like that. So, um, that was kind of an interesting part to read is like the ghosts on the plantation stayed back to protect the family because of everything that happened. But yeah, that's all I've read. What, what four books have you, what, what did you read? Okie dokie. So first off, and this is kind of what prompted our changes and some of our changes for between yep. splitting this up to a separate podcast and the changes that we've got going into our other podcast. Yes. Uh, the first of which is, so you want to start a podcast by Kristen uh, Meansier. Meansier, I guess that's how you pronounce your last name. I'm not sure. Uh, but she is a fairly accomplished podcaster. She is a yeah, well, multimedia presenter. Uh, personality really but she has been the uh, producer in a number of different podcasts she's also hosted or co-hosted three really successful podcasts and one of which is she is currently doing now where her and her co-host will take it and uh, review self-help books and what they'll do is they'll live by a self-help book for a week and then they'll give a review on it I have not listened to the podcast personally but I have heard rave reviews about it and you know they'll talk about how that's interesting though to like know if it works or not yeah like that's a that's a good concept they'll talk about how much bs the podcast is or the podcast the book help self-help books are and stuff like that and they just talk about ones that are worth actually looking at and you know how some of the self-help books are actually triggering to certain people with you know like certain eating disorders and stuff because it makes you micromanage stuff and so mm-hmm. you know they, they talk about that and they address that kind of thing okay. uh, but the information that from the book was I thought super helpful and super insightful and like I said I you know, went through and made a number of different notes and we're going to be slowly making transitions in our podcast to kind of go along with some of her suggestions mm-hmm. that 
I think would be beneficial. Yes. Yep. Uh, so apart from that, why is my Goodreads being funky? I was having problems with it the other night. So I read the fourth, fifth, and sixth books from the Faith of Lizardom series uh, by Jeffrey L. Cohenkin. What's up with people? Some, like, <laughs> why does everyone have a last name I can't pronounce? <laughs> I know. Uh, but anyway, so... I feel that. <laughs> uh, I had, in a previous episode, I did a review of the first three books. Um, but overall, it was, you know, an enjoyable high fantasy series. There were certain aspects that I liked over others. One of the things I really enjoyed about it was the way that they set up for someone who reads or has read a lot of high fantasy series. Yeah. It was uh, it was interesting. So first off, before I get into that, uh, they have the books. Goodreads has the books as like a young adults, like thirteen to eighteen age range. I would not say that is appropriate. <laughs> it's definitely like adult um, adult content. There, well, it, there is some lewd situations and lewd commentary in it. There it also gets uh, rather gory at times. Okay. Um, because you know, high fantasy, so people are like cutting each other up, chopping each other up, oh, yeah. and stuff like that. Uh, but there's lewdness where there is, you know, genitalia present and. Mm you know, certain aspects that, like, very adult conversations are had, uh, even though it is partially through innuendo. So I would not say that 13-year-olds should be reading the series. It's definitely for a little bit older crowd. Okay. I'd say, you know, 16 or older at least. Uh, I did, one of the things I did like about the series, though, is that, so it's, you know, it's a fate of wizarddom, so they have, like, kingdoms. They have eight kingdoms. Okay. And instead of kings, they have wizard lords that rule over the kingdoms. Okay. So it's wizarddoms. There's other wizards as well, but the wizard lords are always the ones that are most powerful. And without giving, being too spoilery, the way they have it set up is that anyone who is interested after a wizard lord has passed, uh, can gather and go. There's a ceremony, and I won't go through all the details of the ceremony, but uh, one of the individuals, 99.9% of the time, is a male. Not to be sexist, <laughs> but they do explain. So they do explain why in the series. They also, there is a lot of like heavy, uh, strong female characters in the series. Okay. And it's not like we're going to have a strong female character for the sake of having a strong female character and still have her rescued by a man in the end. No, there's there's definite reasons why they do it the way they do it. Okay. Uh, and they actually point out, like, chauvinism and sexism in the series. But, so, but like I said, typically a man. And uh, the everyone who is not the chosen wizard to be the wizard lord is destroyed. And... For narrative pur- purpose right now, like I said, without giving too much away, uh, the god of that region is the one that chooses who the wizard lord is. So they, the wizard lord basically has the powers of a god. Okay. And there's a number of different fun, colorful characters. Uh, there is a thief who... Uh, that, 
is just, you know, extremely lucky, like most thieves are for some reason in high fantasy. I've never seen an unlucky thief. Seriously. Uh, there, there's an acrobat with some magical daggers. There's it's all sorts of fun characters. There's a dwarf that can hear and shape stone, so he can hear, like, gemstones and stuff. Yeah. I'm not gonna Which lie. Which a big no-no. Yeah. It's a big no-no to dwarves because yeah. he wants the stone. Yeah. And, but the stone calls to him. So he, like, but they're supposed to not keep the gemstones. So it's a, it's a whole big thing with the lore. There's, like I said, it's a really enjoyable series. Uh, highly recommend it to any of the listeners who are fans of high fantasy at all. Okay. Uh, I did have, let me see here. I did have a negative note oh and the only way you can you the only way to become high wizard like i said is either one has to die or you have to defeat one in a fight which they have the power of the god so basically that's nearly impossible the downside i would say of this series is over six books total there is not a bunch of character development okay but there, I, I'd say there's about as much character development as there is in something like Lord of the Rings. Okay. Well, there is some. It's not like Every a character. driving... Yeah. Yeah, it's, and it's not a driving force in the story. Yeah. Well, and there's, there's a lot of assumptions that are made with character development in Lord of the Rings. Like, there's... there's a, and not everybody yeah. goes through, like, a good arc... Right, and I mean, you don't, I don't feel like you need that for a good story. It's just like how, you know, I'm a sucker for redemption arcs for villains in anime or certain villains in anime, but you also, you don't need a freaking redemption arc for every villain. Exactly. I feel that. I feel that. So, I mean, you know, you don't need like a tragic backstory of, well, this is why I became a villain. Sometimes people are just power hungry. Yeah, people are just dicks sometimes. And, you know, sometimes the villain perspective is just a matter of perspective. Yeah. So, and I think that's a that's a good thing to think about with any sort of literary work. Yeah. Yeah. That's very true. Very true. So, I think that pretty much wraps up our review yes. episode. Um, did you want to cover any movies or anything else like that? Or do you want to save that for the next episode? Oh, uh, the Lord of the Rings show? Yeah, we could. I don't know if you want to do that now or do it. I have not started watching it. (laughs) Um, Okay. So I was, I actually, so I go on vacation here for my first job here pretty soon. So that was my plan. Um, Because I am, I am what is, I'm a true binger in every sense of the words. Um, I will not stop. I don't know how to stop. Um, Can't stop, won't stop. I'm that. Like, my perfect example is I love the series um, Spook Show by, I think it's like Tim McGraw or something. It's it's some weird name. Um, but I literally read that series in a week. I read... I think he's a musician. No, it's something similar. Hold on. No, it's, it's like, I think Tim McGraw is a country music singer. Tim McGregor. That's his name. <laughs> it's like, it's Tim, like, it's something like Tim McGraw. Um, That's a very different person. It is. Um, But I literally read, like, all 12 books in a week. I did not know how to stop with that series. It's a phenomenal series of this lady figuring out that she's a medium because of a near-death experience. 
and stuff, and then she falls in love with a cop that saved her, and he helps, she helps him with, um, cases, and that's basically what the books are, are his police cases and stuff. Um, but I, I just didn't know how to stop. I was literally getting, like, maybe three hours of sleep every night, because I was up till midnight plus reading these books. I was just totally consumed. Um, and I know that's how it will be with the Lord of the Rings show, because I'm hearing a lot of mixed reviews about it. Um, my dad says it's a, it's phenomenal, um, but a lot of, like, the Lord of the Rings subreddits that I'm a part of, they're, they're not big fans. So, it, I'm super hesitant to watch them. But then you said they're okay, so I'm just... Yeah, I mean, I, I enjoyed it, but also I'm not a yeah. hardcore Tolkien fan. Yeah. Such as yourself. Yeah, well, in... Also, as as a major Tolkien fan, you also have to go into the fact of they wanted the rights to something very big, but they only got the rights to, like, a little bit of it. So a lot of it's going to be made up because they didn't get the rights that they wanted, so they're just kind of making it up as they go. So you also have to go in with that of, like, they wanted the whole, like, Cimmerillion and stuff, but they only got, like, you know really like maybe a quarter of an inch of the rights to it because um, the tales of like the Cimmerils I think is what they were going after that's a very that would make a very good show um, the whole treachery and stuff that goes along with that um, Baron and Luthien are kind of intertwined in that to a degree um, which is the premise for um, Aragorn and Erwin so you got that's where they come from and all that so that would have been a good show series but they didn't get all the rights to that so you also have to have a big total thing. You have to kind of go in with that perspective. But no, we'll, we'll start that with the next book review one. Because, yeah, that's what we're going to start doing is we're going to start separating them out. So that way those who don't want to listen to our book reviews don't have to listen to them. Yay! <laughs> yeah. Um, so as for social media, we do have a Facebook and an Instagram. Um, at the Wayward Dragons. Um, we do have a YouTube page to the Wayward Dragons. I do post unboxing videos of my My Souls box and my Bookish box that I do get. Um, both for the month of October are up now. Um, and Twitch does make an appearance in the Bookish box because she decided to climb my lap while I was doing that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And then if you have a book that you think we should read, um, a scary story have a weird cat story <laughs> um, or just a topic that you think that we should cover you can email us at thewaverdragons at gmail.com yeah, so until next time I'm Johnny and I'm Kelsey bye and we will see you later